2: The sooner you realize I'm the man, the better we'll both be.
0: Raging LI Equipha! To the side of the James Pillar! I think he's out! From the bottom again! Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Who price! Fighting
3: is that a technique You just fight! Be a dog, get in it!
1: Nico!
4: me that's on video i've never
5: been happier i'm made for a fucking podcast
4: that's dangerous <laughs> listen to me we're out of da. welcome to ufc unfiltered that's our new theme song Ooh. uh the great matt sarah and i have a couple of guests today we have ally aquinta who we talk about a lot and we don't get on the show often enough i'm happy he's going to be here as well as nico price who is fighting uh michelle beheda um with a great great fight on uh ufc uh 264. what a great fight that is i love watching both of those guys
5: me too uh i believe al raging al is here let's get him in right. let's get al in. yes let's get him in immediately let's get this party started yep what's up guys how you doing I'm so happy when I found that Raging L was on today I you got happy
3: when I,
2: I got happy when I uh, was asked to be on it's cool it must be a slow day in MMA I don't know I don't have much I don't, I don't have too much going on in the in the MMA world right now but it's I couldn't pass up a, a chance to talk to you
5: guys always fun. we're gonna we're gonna bullshit anyway' well, actually even there's a fight card coming up we talk about that see what yeah. you're doing. The last time I was with Al, um, Jimmy, yes. we were listening to one of my favorite songs, and we were taking a road trip to celebrate Marab's uh, victory. We went to Brooklyn. First, we went to go teach some cops. We had a great day, didn't we, Al? We had a good day. Great
2: day. Yes. It was fun. It was like one of the best days. We went, went uh, out to Jersey, taught some police officers, self-defense mm-hmm.
5: Endeavor One. Endeavor One Solutions, I believe, is the, is the, doc, is the uh, dot .com. What the fuck am I? A grandpa?
2: So what,
4: do you, what do you teach them? Are you showing them like jujitsu or, or, or stand-up or both?
5: Uh,
2: stuff that would pertain to, uh, you know, controlling uh, right. someone being unruly in, in the street in a situation like that. So takedowns, some basic jujitsu stuff. They have a lot of rules and regulations they have to abide by when, uh, you know, putting somebody in custody – so we had to really modify it for stuff that they are allowed to do, and uh, stuff that would work in a situation like like uh, they get themselves into or arises. So, but it was uh, it was super fun. Just a few basic stuff, a few basic things. I I think it's a great organization. This Endeavor One. It's uh, two two guys that I've grown up with training. Uh, um, Marcel, Robin, Naren, Friedman, and they put this thing together because they see the climate in the country right now. This is—I think this will—I think this will cure a lot of the problems that have been, you know, go, you know, we see in the news constantly.
4: When you see footage like that, do you always think like God? If that guy knew jujitsu, this would be so much. This would be so much less of an issue if, if this guy just knew how to, to to put somebody's arm behind his back or, or just to do it easier than he's doing it.
2: A hundred percent, a hundred percent that the, you know, the the techniques that are taught in wrestling and jujitsu to control people. And then also just like the the mentality of the confidence that you have when you've done extensive training, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you're not going to be, you're not going to, I don't think that they're going to reach for their gun as quickly if they really feel confident that uh, or do anything you know, super devastating to to a, a civilian when um, when they know how to just control somebody. The the video of, of Matt controlling that guy in that diner yeah that's sure. like a, that's like the the biggest advocate for this this program right there. It's like that that should be done all the time. No one got hurt. No, every everything ended safely, and and everyone everyone kind of went on their way. No one was really you know that, that could have ended bad, but. You know, a lifetime
5: experience. What people don't understand is that they don't, you don't have to be Damian Maya uh, at a skill level of his to uh, apply jujitsu for self defense. You don't have to be Gordon Gordon Ryan or Gary Tonin. I mean, you could just be, I feel, a minimum. If every, uh, if all law enforcement was required to be the minimum of a blue belt. That's enough
4: time. Where they don't. What comes after white, Matt? What's What's after white? Blue, white oh, blue belt, okay. and
5: then blue belt. Okay. Usually they get it around within a year's time. A little quicker, a little longer for some people, but around that, you know. I mean, and then they maintain that. They should strive for higher belts. I think that should be um, part of their career. Part of their job is as putting time in in these kind of scenarios, you know what I mean? Jujitsu is the perfect example though. Even Ryan Hall was in a situation ages ago.
4: I saw that. Some yeah.
5: guy was and he just took him down like, and used the want the same thing it was, it was very similar to my situation in the sense where you don't see us getting wild up. I get wild up a lot when I talk about like comic book movies and jujitsu, but I don't get wild in a situation like that. You just you're so used to dealing with with people and
4: physical confrontation, right? Being yeah. physical with you.
5: Some people are not used to being even physical at all. So their first time into an altercation is when they're trying to arrest somebody, and then it is not you. They don't. Of course, they're going to reach for the taser or whatever else. But anyway, it's such a. It's such a. I, I just think everyone should know jujitsu. I just really do. Um, but we had a great time after we did that. Oh, by the way, that was Aaron Freeman, Sarah BJJ black belt, right? Oh yeah. I like to give and Marcel uh, Brown belts. These guys, they're, they're trained, Jimmy. They're not just yeah. they don't just you know work with it. They're not just clients. They're members, whatever that old commercial was. You know that with the hair thing? How'd that go? Yes. I'm not just the owner. I'm a client. Right.
4: I'm not only I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client. And then he points, and you realize his hair still looks like shit. Hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did look like shit. Size oh, Sperling. Shit,
5: <laughs> Yo, then afterwards, Jimmy, the whole, the, we went. Uh you know Hulk. Hulk was yeah Hulk was driving us, me, him, and Abe. Oh, him, me, him, and Al. We went to uh to what you call to a Georgian restaurant in Brooklyn with the whole crew, and we had some good food. They had they had some dancing in there. I'd put these guys up against a car group any day. That was like a violent dance, no Al. The Georgians seemed to do everything on that
2: intensity, I guess, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, he uh Marab had us come to that that Georgian spot, and the whole team got to got together and experienced a little bit of the Georgian uh, dinner experience. I'm actually going to Georgia. Aljo and I are going to Georgia with Marab. Uh, oh, film that, film the whole experience in a couple of uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. What's going on over there? I don't know. Marab was like, "I'm going to Georgia. Do you guys want to come?" And I'm like, "I'm not passing up an opportunity like that. I've never been. I've never." You know, it's gonna be a whole new experience. It's gonna be pretty cool.
4: Are you a good traveler, Al? When you go somewhere, do you go out and see everything or are you like uh stay in the hotel? Like I'm a hotel person. I don't like to go do a fucking anything, but you you'd like to get out of the hotel and just do everything you can do?
2: Yeah, for sure. I try to get up, get out of the hotel or as early as possible and just kinda explore. Even when I have you know, when I have fights, um go and explore the town that I'm in and kinda you know, you have so much downtime with the fights. Fightings brought me to such unique places. I probably would have never gone if it wasn't for the fight. So I like to use the opportunity to get out there, check it out. And I think we're gonna do the same thing. I mean, Marab's like at this point, like royalty over there. So I'm sure we're gonna sure we're gonna be getting into some some fun stuff. That's for sure.
4: by the way, Sean O'Malley, Marab has offered to step up and fight uh, O'Malley. Now I don't know if that's been outwardly has has Sean said no to that. Um, has there been a no, no a no to that? Because I, I would love to see that fight.
2: They got to make that happen. How good would that be if Marab steps in, you know, fights O'Malley, and then a couple months later fights the other guy? It was, I mean, he put his name in the hat there. He
4: definitely yeah he did.
2: He said that. So he's in Vegas. He's in shape. I don't see why not.
5: Really, it's true. He was among like five guys that were saying it. So. Yeah. I mean, I think Ricky Simone was one. Cody Stamen. Ray, Ray, Ray Borg. Yeah. Hey, listen. Everybody wants some of that smoke. No pun intended. Guy likes a lot of weed. <laughs> I like that about. Him. But uh, no, every, everybody wants that. You know, he's got a he's got a, he's got a rep. He's got a name. He's got some charisma. That you know, he's got that hype. People want to take that. I think it's a stylistic
2: matchup. Is it's a fun stylistic matchup. He's the striker. Marab's taking guys down and just ragdolling them, you know. So it would be – uh, just, that would be – they got to make that happen. I really would – I would love for that. I think that should be – I don't see why it shouldn't be. You
3: know?
5: Hey, hey Rage now. have you been watching any of The Ultimate Fighter, the new one, or do you have, like, PTSD because your season was in there for, like, six months?
2: <laughs> no, it don't work. I don't know this whole online thing. Just going online and watching it, I, I gotta, I gotta catch up. That's the kind of thing I'll do. I'll watch the whole season. Yeah, I'll, ca- I'll catch up one day when I have nothing going on. I'll just catch up on the whole thing. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I haven't been watching it too much.
5: It's good. It's good. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting paid extra to say it. I've been watching it, and I and I enjoy it. I, yeah. you know, it brings me back sometimes to the shit that we, you know, we both live that thing, you know, and you guys. And I always say it, it, it never gets enough credit, man, because I was in there for six weeks. And towards the end, you get a little antsy. These guys were in there for double that or longer. So Ray, Ray Janelle, Michael Chiesa, and all those guys, pff, dude, that's a different kind of torture, man. That's extra. So I give you credit for that because I know how it was. I know how it was at the six weeks. Yeah. Ah, dude, you can't even whack off in there, man. There's no privacy. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm being honest, you know? Is I can go to the punk bed with Drago.
2: What every single thing you do, is, yeah, they're watching it. But yeah, um, at six weeks we were like halfway through. We were like, oh, that's crazy! <laughs> but a great, great experience. These guys that are on the Ultimate Fighter, it's, uh, it's um, for them. This is a, it's a life change. It changed my life. It Change your life. I'll always
5: say that, man. Thank God for that. That show was, a bl- listen, it's an it's a huge opportunity. Yeah, know? it's a tournament, and not only that, people get to know you. People got to know a little bit about Raging Al. They got to see Raging Al just fighting on the regular TV, and you know what I mean. You get, the, you get really a lot, of, uh, a lot of eyes on you on that thing. You know,
2: you make so many connections. People all over the country. You know, I was on a team with a guy from Brazil, England, guys all over the United States. So I have like uh, a, a great network of a friend. No matter where I go to train, I have somebody. You know, somebody knows somebody. Uh, I got. I was on Uriah Faber's team. And, you know, I couldn't have been luckier with, with getting on his team. He was, you know, for, uh, out of all the coaches that there's been on the ultimate Friday, there's very few that, you know, have been, um, you know, as influential as, as Uriah Faber, to me, at least like he, he would, uh, it, he wasn't just a coach for me. He would, he would bring in, uh, like life coaches and, and he talked about business and real estate. And I think that shaped me for, for the future, for sure. he, Definitely,
5: yeah. I remember after the show, you going out there, and you're like – I'm like, yo, how – you came back. I'm like, how was it, Max? I always knew Uriah like, was cool, but you don't know how it is on a daily basis when you're over there training with him. I only saw him – you're like, man, he would just – I was at his house. He'd be like, all right, I'm off. He'd leave me at the house and then take me to train, and he was just treating me like family. So that's awesome, man. He's one of his kids uh, who was picked last on the show of The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. He won yep. – I, I. It was two weeks ago. My our producers are going to get the name for me right now. Murdoch, was it Murdoch? It probably sure. was. Yeah, Vince Murdoch. Yeah, it was awesome. The kid with the tattoos. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. It was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was great, man. Because he was, he was going versus another, a tough kid, and, uh, and he was picked last. I love those type of stories. I love the guys when they do the picks. The guys that picks last and he ends up kicking a lot of ass, like. Well, like, Luke, have a Luke back in the day on season two. Yeah. That yeah. type of thing, you know? I always, yeah. I
4: love I the underdog. I'm such a huge fan. I hate sharing a room. Th- that'd be the worst part of it. A, I would get my ass kicked. And B, I hate <laughs> sharing a room. Jimmy. That would drive me nuts. No! That's how I got close with Dean Thomas. It, in my room, it was
5: a bunk bed with me and Drago. I was on top, Drago on bottom. And across was Dean Thomas and fucking Chris Lytle. That's a good room.
4: Yeah, that's a good. That's room. a
5: laid back room. Yeah, you know. Even back then, they should have started Dean Diaries. He's always in his book. name, like, what are you writing there? What the fuck are you writing? Little Dean Diaries. I got go, Dean. Dean Thomas is a good man. Yes, he is. But uh, I want to ask Al's opinion on the upcoming. Listen, there's some fuck. There's a card coming up. That's insane. Headlined by, of course, it's the the uh, trilogy fight, the uh, Poirier vs. Connor. This is a good card all around, though. I'm looking at this card right now; it's fucking insane. Uh, I want your opinion. I want your opinion on that fight, Reginald. What
2: do you think of that? I thought Connor was going to take it this, this last time for sure, and Dustin looked Dustin looked good. He fought like the perfect fight. It was so the leg kicks, the takedowns, the cage wrestling. He did everything that he needed to do to kind of wear on Connor and and get him to that point where he was able to land really good, really good punches, clean shots. Uh, I don't know. You always wonder with Connor, you know, he's got so much, it seems like he's got so much going on and uh, you know, does he, does he, is he as into it as, as Dustin is? And I thought, I thought he was kind of in Dustin's head the last time, but Dustin proved me wrong, proved a lot of people wrong. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just going to be, this is a toss up for me. I'm going to, I'm going to lean I'm gonna get. I, I always, no matter who I pick, there's a million people. Oh, that gonna I'll do. Welcome yeah. to I'm going with Dustin this time. I'm going with him. I, yeah. think, he's, I think he's. I think he he uh, he's kind of like uh, gotten Connor's head the last time. I think he he did some things that no one saw coming. No one saw those light kicks. No one really saw the the takedowns and the and the cage wrestling like that. Um, and I think he's just he's just on a roll right now. He's he's feeling good. He's coming off that big, that's the biggest win of his career, and. I think he was going to roll right, right into roll that one right into this one.
4: It's also got to be hard. I, I not that Connor doesn't love to fight because he does, but when you've sold a half of your company for six hundred million dollars, like it's got to be uh, that's there's no way that that's not in your head that you have six hundred million dollars. Like even if you're still a fighter at heart, that's got to be a really difficult thing to motivate yourself to do when you don't need to.
2: Yeah, it's you know. That's the that's the old thing, the old saying with the satin sheets. What is it? I don't
5: know. It's hard to get up, hard to get out of bed in the morning, at five in the morning for a jog at, when you have satin, out if you have satin sheets. Or so. I, I yeah. it's not that. <laughs> exactly. No, it's not. That's not it, Perbey. It.
2: Yeah, ah, that's basically That's it. But it's the truth. It's, yeah. Who knows? You know, you gotta, oh, shit. what is, is he that, was he that devastated by that last loss? I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys lose like that and they're like, you know, they're freaking devastated. It's like, you know, the world changed for them and I don't know if that really happened for, for Connors. He um, is, it, did that have much of an impact on him? I don't know.
4: He's a good loser. I think like, he never seems to be a baby when he loses. Like, you know, he handles it like he's like, hey, man, you got to get your licks in and whatever. Like, he always seems to be willing to do the interview and to talk about it and to give the other guy um, his respect when he loses. So I'm sure it bothers him, but I don't think it devastates him like he does some other people. But this is a huge fight for him because he's fifth. He's ranked fifth, which is weird to see Conor ranked fifth in that division. Um and I'm shocked they're fighting just back to back like they did. That's like Ray Robinson and Jake LaMata. You know what I mean? They said nobody wanted to fight them, so they fight. I'm surprised these guys are doing this without another fight in between.
5: Man, the difference is everybody wants to fight them.
4: <laughs> uh, that's true for the money. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean?
5: yeah. Like that. So I don't know, man. I thought that if that last fight, you know, Dustin had a lot. I mean, the pressure was really like, hey, man. I mean, this guy knocked me out. The guy touches people. He knocks them out. So to go in there, get touched and stay in there and stick to the game plan and execute the way he did, he's going to be a hard guy to get out of there, man. It, that first minute is when Connor's the most dangerous, when he's the most accurate and, and you know, in tune and stuff. So it, that it's always going to be very, very intense to say, you know, edge of the seat when uh I, when that first when that i was fuck talking fuck about me. the
2: fight this morning with a guy that i trained jeff jeff perinian perinian jeff jeff we just call him jeff you I, yeah. you've, met, you've met jeff before at, at I, I have met jeff he made a he said he said he said some silly stuff to you but um, is he Jeff now jeff is he a fighter <laughs> he's not i mean he's he trains like he trains he trains he's like into it he he, go, he, he trains with me. He go, I'll, I'll send you a picture. I know it's
5: one of those guys where I got like 500 students. So I'm like, oh, it's Bob. Yeah, but I know if I've seen him. So what did Jeff say? He, uh, he was like, you know what? The last fight, there was
2: a limited capacity audience. It was like 3,000 people, I think, in, in Abu Dhabi, in the audience. So I think that with an, if it's a full packed out stadium with those crazy Irish fans, that could be a little bit of a, a game changer.
5: You know what I mean? Oh, to help him. Yeah. To help Connor for fuel. Okay. Like King Kong with lightning. Right? Remember when there was lightning in the old school? He's a big, uh, what was it? Yeah, when when Godzilla, not in the new, I don't know if it's in the new one, but in the classic King Kong vs. Godzilla, Godzilla was whipping his ass. And then all of a sudden, somehow lightning gives King Kong power. So then all of a sudden lightning started coming. Right? Am I right with this, Jimmy? And the old I don't lightning. remember that. T-
4: <laughs> I thought he liked bananas. I don't, re- <laughs> I don't
5: Rick,
1: remember. You know there
5: was lightning. All of a King Kong's like whoa, 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 whoa. and he got and he, lightning gave him power. Uh, what about the King Kong episodes when he had his little baby, uh, Gazuki? You ever see that thing? It yeah. would shoot and you didn't you shoot fire. It shooted like the little fucking onion ring. Oh, like <laughs> you remember yeah. that shit? Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to Conor McGregor. <laughs> cut all this. Cut, hold on, hold on. Producers, cut this out. No, okay, leave no, it. Leave
4: no, no. It must
5: stay. now I apologize. <laughs> no, it's so oh, good. Shit. You know, Those are classic movies. The old. I'm not talking about the Matthew Broderick Godzilla.
4: That piece of shit. I didn't even know Matthew Broderick did a Godzilla movie. Exactly. It's the last time you've seen him. I don't like the new Godzilla because he has a fucking little tack head. I hate little tiny head Godzilla. The new Godzilla's head is small and annoying. I, I don't like him at all. He was—he always had a little head. Godzilla. Not that small though. He's a little fucking pinhead now. It stinks. And little arms too. Yeah, you know. But Dazuki was a
5: fucking idiot. His little kid. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, Rachel? Have you ever seen these? They're way before your time. Yeah. The original King Kong, but and and I've seen the King Kong. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the ones you're talking about now out, Are you watching anything recently? You're not a real TV guy. You jump in the back in your in your, your kayak and you're an outdoors guy. You're at the beach a lot. I'm
2: at the beach. I'm summer now. I'm definitely not. I yeah, I'm not a big TV guy, especially in the summer. I'm out. I'm out, you know, surfing, trying to, at least you know what I mean. You doing the kayak still or you're just doing the surfing? Yeah, got got uh got my kayaks in the back. Got a nice house, man. I just been there, dude, right on the water, Jenny.
4: Yeah, are you still saying you still selling real estate?
2: Still selling real estate. Was this enough. the hardest
4: time, Al? Was this the hardest time this whole pandemic, like where nothing was moving? And is it like moving like getting better now?
2: It was very it was it was shut down for a very short time. And then we kind of just made it everyone just made it work. You know what I mean? Um there was a whole bunch of disclosures you had to sign and a whole bunch of nonsense. But yeah, no, I mean the market's crazy right now. Everybody wants to buy a house. There's no how. There's no houses out there for people to buy. So it's a crazy, crazy time in the real estate market. I got a bunch of friends. Pat DeFranco's looking for a house. Um, Oh, one of Matt's black
5: belts. He's doing my black belts who attacks me daily. Pat DeFranco.
2: He's doing incredible. He's got uh, Premier Windows and Glass. His company's doing incredible. He's looking for this to be his second house. I love
5: that. I love that. All guys. don't you love when all guys are doing well, Rage You see guys that were fighting and you're like, all right, this guy can either go, you know, this way or that way. And they, and they, yeah. they make the right decisions.
2: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone, it's it's a good time. And I've, yeah, I'm yeah, i fortunate that everyone's doing so well and they come to me when they need a house or they're looking to invest some money in, into real estate. And I enjoy finding them houses that will you know, produce in the long term for them.
4: What do you do when people are just like, looking, like how long does it take you to realize, oh, this guy's not going to buy shit? Like when you when you meet somebody, can you tell like a minute after it, he's like, oh, you know, we're just like, oh, this guy just wants to look at a house. He's not buying anything.
2: Uh For the most part, I, I'm only, I'm fortunate. I'm only working with people that I know are serious, my friends, oh. teammates, teammates and friends. If it's somebody that I don't know, that's kind of like that. If they're really serious and I could tell that they're serious, then I'll kind of help them out. Otherwise, it, I don't really, I Time's too valuable to be wasted on on tire kickers and stuff like that so i've been fortunate that i don't i don't i'm not really forced into any of those situations right now but yeah no it's 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 been good with everyone that i've been working with for sure
4: how great is it to go out and buy a house and to know that they can't fuck you on the small print like you know whatever it is you know everything that's in that contract so no one can screw you over or you know like regular people we don't know like you're going to buy a car or whatever i have no idea what's in a car contract but isn't it nice to know that you're going to get a good deal or you're not going to be able to have a fast one pulled over on you
2: oh yeah no it's i mean that's right you gotta have like a good home inspector that really breaks that thing down i've i've uh the first the first i got lucky the first house that i bought i didn't really uh I, I had a home inspector that I didn't really know and he was I looking back on it, he wasn't very thorough. But I got lucky that the house just hasn't had problems. It's a little bit of an older house and it, it was built right and I haven't had too many problems, but yeah, it's it's important to to know what you're getting, getting yourself into. But one thing's for sure, it's always gonna cost you. It's always gonna cost you more than you think.
4: Yeah, always. It's never less. Never
5: yeah. yeah.
4: Hey man, all I know is I know
5: Jimmy don't really care as much as I do. I didn't know Ryan
4: Hall's backfighting. I like watching Ryan Hall. Jimmy, Jimmy, that's when Jimmy goes to the. Yeah, band. I do too. No, I like oh, Ryan, I like watching Ryan Hall. Yeah, I do. I mean, there was times where it would drive me crazy when he just kept rolling on the floor. But after a while, he kind yeah. of grew on me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm looking forward to see if he can grab a leg. I'm looking forward to seeing him again.
2: I'm with you. The the when he yeah, I I would like to. I think uh, you know I haven't really. Has he, has he fought too recently? I feel like there was for so long he couldn't get a fight. Guys, things kept happening. He kept getting, you know, people kept kept getting injured and pulling out last minute and stuff.
5: Did he? I thought people didn't want to fight him. I thought yeah. he couldn't get
2: a fight. Well, that too, that that too, he was having just having trouble finding finding fights. I, he was supposed to fight Ricardo Lamas. Did that? What did that? That was
5: that would have been a good. One. Wasn't that supposed to happen? I don't know. But the shit didn't happen. So whatever. Yeah.
4: Listen, man. all I do know is that he's back. I'm looking forward to that. He hasn't fought much at all, Matt. And, and, and literally, he fought since 2014. He fought twice in 2014. He's fought uh, one, two, three, four, six times. He fights like once a year. Um, he didn't fight all in 2017, did not fight at all in 2020. He fights very sporadically, so I guess he's had some injuries.
5: Well, I'm dude, I'm I'm I know it's a couple of weeks away,
4: right? But we got what a week and a half away? When is this? When's the fourth it's of a month? week? Today's Wednesday, so it's a week from Saturday, so it's seven ten days. Oh shit, man! I mean, and the the, the prelims—Carlos Condit, Max Griffin—it's a fucking amazing card.
5: Amazing. Crazy how now people are going to be asking, like, "Oh, you had him on? And you're not even asking him how he's feeling if he's ever going to fight again." People going to fucking ask us that. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, we're, 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 what's up? How are you feeling? Ah, uh, I'm feeling better. I was, I was
2: in a bad spot for a while. My, my whole body just, you know, I had a couple injuries that you get a couple injuries and it throws off everything. It throws off your gait and then other things start getting injured. So it's kind of like getting to the root of the problem. And I've been to I don't even know how many doctors. I've seen so many people. I've had injections like I'm like a professional physical therapy uh, person. I go to phys- I go to physical therapy more than people go to work every day. But um, I'm getting there. I feel like I'm kind of turning a corner. I've, I've seen some doctors that have really been helping me, and got, I got some injections. I'm talking about going down to uh, bioaccelerator down in Columbia and getting some of those uh, super stem cells they got down there. So, wow. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to just getting back to 100%, really training, training uh, the way I was in the past getting back in there. Definitely.
5: People miss you. They, they, want yeah. you. they you know,
2: I miss the, I missed the people too. That's for sure. <laughs> I, miss, I miss it all, man. I miss it all. I miss being at the gym as, you know, as frequently as I was, I haven't been able to been I mean, just, you know, you got to pay the bill somehow. So I've been, yeah. I've been definitely, uh, I've been, uh, been working a lot and, and I've, I'm fortunate that I kind of set myself up pretty well with, I got a couple of investment properties that are keeping me, keeping me afloat while I figure this whole thing out. And once I get healthy, I'll be back back in there. That's for sure. Yeah, man. You it's know? nice to
4: have properties. Real smart, man. To have other stuff to make some money like when you're injured or whatever. It's really, a lot of guys don't think of it until after. So it's really good that you established it and got it going while you're still fighting.
2: Yeah, it was, I was definitely fortunate to have some people come through my life that uh, really pushed that importance on me. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, it's been it's been it's been a blessing and um, it's been a hard time, but also thankfully for you know everyone around, everyone around me's taught me the way to, the way to get through this and uh, and, and feel better because I really just there's nothing better than fi- fighting you know being a being a UFC fighter I worked my whole life to get to where I'm at and uh, don't don't really want it to uh, to end the way it, the way it is right now so I want to get back in there and get back in the win column. Get a couple, get a couple of those big, big fights that are going on nowadays.
5: You know? Yeah, I think the rest was gonna be, is gonna be good for you when you come back. You know, just mentally, physically, your body. Just take, you know what I mean. That rest coming back like a fucking demon. Uh, we got Nico coming in. Nico Price. Al, anything you want to plug? We all you said Endeavor One Solutions for the Endeavor One Solutions. If uh, you know, if anyone's,
2: if anyone's looking to invest in some real estate or buy a, a house. If you're serious inquiries only reach out reach out you know how to get a hold of me instagram twitter uh find find me online somewhere it shouldn't be too hard and uh that's it man god bless everyone thank you guys oh, for having air,
3: me. Al.
4: good talking to you al <laughs> take stop down at the
5: school man i'll see you soon
2: absolutely i'll see you soon matt thank right, you you, Bye, buddy. Thank you Jimmy. talk to you
5: brother all right take care al thanks al
3: How are you guys doing?
4: Good, buddy. How are you?
5: Man, I'm excited for you, Nico. What a dance partner do you have. That, listen, people think that guy's wacky with his backflips. I think you're wackier. That's a compliment. Oh, yeah. Right? That, oh, so much. If, if Michelle Pereira wants to get nuts, Nico, let's get
3: nuts, right? Bring it. I'm going to have fun with it.
4: Yes. Yeah, you're both uh, – he, he's a very uh, – again, the movements they say, though, sometimes work against his cardio a little bit. Uh, do you think sometimes that stuff uh, might work against him, some of the, the, the unnecessary movement or, or, the, or the bigger movements that he might not need to do?
3: It doesn't work against me, so it's fine with me. Keep going. <laughs> he's awkward as hell. Yeah. Not, not Michelle, too, but yeah, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Nico
5: is. But Nico's got the cardio – We've seen yep. Pereira start to fade a little bit. That's what I'm, I'm saying, not yet. fading. And he's a stud. I don't, I don't want to take away from the guy. I think he's yeah. a stud. But I don't think he, he measures how hard that foots on the gas sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the next thing you know, he gets a guy that's weathered, He weathers that storm. And now, all of a sudden, the backflips aren't so amusing. Nico,
3: this is the time to take all that
5: smoke. I'm saying that a lot. I'm ready for it, man.
3: <laughs> I've been training for the last... Like, seven months. I haven't stopped throughout the suspension. I just keep going. So, I'm...
5: Oh, wait. You got suspended again. What happened? Not again, but what
3: happened? That was after uh, the Cerrone fight. They popped me over. My THC level too high. Sure. But, but I don't even smoke anymore, so it's all good now.
5: You don't smoke anymore. Mm-mm. Why now? That, no. That's not a bad thing. Why did you give that up?
3: Because I want that belt. That's why. And I figured the only way to change is to change big things. Yeah,
5: you can't... I mean, listen, it's a shame that they, they break your chops for that. Yes, way. silly. You're doing the right thing. You got a family to feed. Exactly. You know? And I just had
3: to, I had to do some soul searching. But I found it, and now I'm here. The glory of God's here. You look
5: in phenomenal shape, dude. I Re- am. The reason why you chose that tank top. <laughs> uh,
4: Woo! <woo-hoo. laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love it. Nico, hey, was, was, it was it hard for you to quit? Uh, was it something that was like? Did you did it take a little while before you were like, "Now I'm I'm kind of cool not doing it"? Or was it was it easy for you to stop it?
3: No, I I cold turkey did it one day, and I was just like, "Yeah, you know, you go through a little bit of like anger, but that anger is what propelled me here." So I just right. learned how to control myself again, and now I'm back, and i feel better than ever, man. I'm I'm ready to go. I want that belt. I'm coming for Uzi.
5: I love it, man. Yeah. It's funny you said that about the uh, the reefer because mm-hmm. the reefer, uh, because you know what? When I was fighting, it, that's one of the reasons. Like two months before a fight, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, or even three months. so, I was like, I'd hardly smoke. I'd do it a little bit after a fight, whatever, just for whatever. But it would also make me too chill, and you need to be a little a little, not a bit of a dick, but a little bit of an edge when you're getting ready for a a fight in a cage, I feel. so. I agree. Even though now I might live on it. No, I got all (laughs) (laughs) three. But uh, let's (laughs) see. You know, know, but it's a different, I don't have a fight coming up. You know what I mean? It makes me a more relaxed person, which is okay for everyday life. But when you're getting ready to get locked in a cage with another person, you got to be that line. If you bodily harm, you don't want to be so chill. You no. want to have that little, so I like it. I like that a lot. That's great, Nico. I want to sell. I've been chill
3: for the last six years, so I'm done with that now. Yes. No more chill zone.
5: Now, when you got when you got offered uh, M- Michelle Pereira, some say Michael, but it's called Michelle. Okay. Uh, it's Michelle. It is Michelle. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Imagine somebody you've never seen him before. They're like, oh, I'll fight a guy named Michelle. The big fucking Goliath comes yeah. in, takes him in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's
3: a big, it's <laughs> a big So, like, when I got his name, I thought of uh, Dodgeball. You know, the big, Michelle. The big dude is Valentine. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good movie. That's an
5: underrated movie, Dodgeball. It's the best uh, movie. So, you, what did you think? Would you guys, that, that's, I mean, listen, because, you know, you know the deal. There's a guy that's a fight of a night, you know. Mm-hmm. Person, a fighter like yourself, fan favorite, you get it, you know, you're only as good as your dance partner, man. You get a guy you gotta chase around. This dude is a highlight for some he does some of the wackiest stuff, and you do wacky stuff. I this is gonna be fireworks, man. So when you got when you got offered Michelle, what's the reaction?
3: I was offered Michelle a few years ago, too. But like it was his second fight in UFC, and he had he didn't do the wackiness yet, you know, he wasn't created yet. And I was like, man, give me someone who's, like, a big name, you know? I was stuck on that big name fight. I wanted a big name, the big this, you know? Give me the hard fights. And then I got Jeff Neal. And I was like, yeah, that's a big name. That's a fun guy to fight, you know? And then I lost that one. But I lost because I think I was getting greedy. Yeah. You know, I was asking for it. Like, no, I want the more. I want more. Now Shelby goes, hey, how about Michelle? I said, dude, sign it up. That's going to be a banger. Let's go. Yes. You know? When and where was actually my response? I said soon. <laughs> How does it
4: feel to be going back in front of an audience too? You have, have you not fought in front of a crowd?
3: In, in, no, in a- I haven't fought in a crowd, man.
4: Since 2019, I think, right?
3: Yeah, I
5: can see you being a guy, especially when you fight. I think the crowd will help you. Not, not. Oh, I
3: feed you. off the energy, man. I feed off of it. When they start yelling my name. I don't care if I'm about to go to sleep. I wake up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It's like it's like a, it's like a, a source of energy. It's like, oh, okay, you want me to get up? I'll get up. You know, I'll do that. So I love it. Does it ever work? We were
4: just talking before you had Ally Aquinta. We were talking about Connor and Poirier's third fight, and they're going to be fighting in front of a like a full size crowd now, as opposed to three thousand. And he thinks that may have some help for Connor. Um, have you ever had it work against you? Because you're saying it can work for you or it can energize you. Have you ever had it be? overwhelming because you were on the on the uh whether you were, you were in their hometown or anything like that
3: so when i fought decente in brazil i didn't i didn't really feel the brazil crowd crowd they weren't feeling me i wasn't feeling them but i mean i don't think that was playing against me much because everybody was still screaming so i just imagined they were yelling my name you know yeah <laughs> and i got a good imagination so <laughs> nico
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, some guys uh some guys like it. Like and I've quoted Ty Cobb before when he would play baseball, he said he the favorite sound he had was the silence of an opposing crowd. So that's uh, gotta feel good when you do something uh, great in somebody else's and everybody's against you, and then they just shut up. I mean that's gotta be a nice feeling too.
3: Oh yeah. When I fought Tim Means, everyone was uh not really for me. And then I doosh, caught him and then it just went sounded like pins. You can hear pins. I was like, "Yeah, boy." <laughs> and when I fought Alex Miranda, because I fought him in Texas on my second, uh, my second fight in the UFC, that was eleven ago. <laughs> wow, Too bad
5: Ty Cobb didn't have blue chew back in the day. I know he had dick problems.
4: He did. Yeah.
5: yeah. All right, put that on the back of a snapple cap. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Ty Cobb stick didn't work? That's why he was so nasty.
4: Yeah. Yeah, stumpy. Yeah, <laughs> not, 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 not a pleasant Look at Nico's face. Not a pleasant <laughs> like, man. Who's Ty Cobb? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. It's an old baseball player. I don't even watch that shit. He is the. He is the. He was an awful guy, but he had the. Uh, <laughs> I think he has the highest average in baseball history. Like, or, or he had the hit record. He was a great ball player, but he's crazy.
3: I never watched baseball. Not, not to be offensive.
4: Nico, do you watch any
5: sports at all? or no, no. Me, neither I watch,
3: dude. I watch Nothing. MMA. I
5: watch me too, bro. I don't watch anything with a ball. It's just, I, and I'm not shitting on anybody that does. Cause I always love when I hear people's, I appreciate people that have passion for things. So when somebody's yeah. passionate, one time, somebody was explaining to me why he loves baseball. And, and I forgot what he was telling me. Cause it was boring as shit. <laughs> I kind of like it, but I appreciated that. He liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got good hot dogs, man. What's <laughs> that? It's good. Hot dogs. Hey Nico, my kids one time they danced in the in the city field where the Mets are, and then they were then there were all the other people like, oh, now we gonna stay for the game? I'm like, we're out. We gone. <laughs>
4: we're gone. You know, get some cracker Jacks. <laughs> great. We're out. I got no problem. I don't have Jimmy. Jimmy, you watch sports? You know, I used to watch baseball, basketball, football. Now it's almost only MMA. Occasionally, I'll watch something if it's on. But I just, I've, it, it's from interviewing fighters. I've interviewed so many athletes that the, the guys I like the most are, are fighters. So and your BFFFF is, is a fighter. Of you, of course. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, f- even specifically more MMA guys. Like, I, I, I like them more than even most boxers I've talked to. Um. So, yeah, it's the only thing I really watch.
5: Of course. You got guys like Nico. Nico's very likable. Hey, (laughs) there he is. Hey, I'm just a good guy, man. You're just a wacky dude, Nico. So, what are you doing? The family is good? Are you, are you, uh, what are you doing with the family to keep them busy? Just a lot of outdoor stuff, or you put them all the you take them to the movies? What do you do?
3: No, we jump on the Viking and we run through the woods and we go jump through puddles. We go catch bass out the creek and bring them to my creek. You know, I steal a lot of fish from other lakes, (laughs) I bring them to my lake.
5: Oh, really? You have your own lake.
3: I got a creek in the backyard back there.
5: Oh, look at that, man. And what do you do? And what, is in your, what is in your creek? Where are you exactly?
3: Florida? I'm in Cape Coral, Florida. And uh, I own uh, like three and a half acres now. You got to
5: be careful, Nico. You don't want to go jump in there and have a, like an alligator in there or something.
3: Come get some, man. I know jujitsu. What? Oh,
5: <laughs> I don't. I mean, you you don't want to get something chopped, uh, bitten off.
3: I, I don't like hey, we're, the, we're the top of the food chain. Yeah, I remember that. I got a knife. I can stick it right in his head. Oh, yeah?
5: Is that what you do? You have it when you jump in the water and shit? Like,
3: Oh, no. We walk the – like, I won't jump in if I have my kids with me. Yeah. But, like, we'll walk the creek and stuff, and we see the gators. But if they come over, I might throw them a bluegill or something maybe, but most likely I won't. I'll just be like, look at the gator. And they all look at him, and i am like, all right, kids, get in the viking, just to avoid anything, you know. But if I'm fishing and one tries to get my fish, we're going at it. You're gonna fight a go gator. No, you, you
4: okay, won't give, give a, f- You won't give the fish up, Nico. Oh, you know, give that the
3: fish up before he gets him,
5: <laughs> Nico. Let me let me talk you out of that. I think you should let the fish go. And there's, sometimes you got to walk away from a confrontation. Don't don't fight a gator, Nico. We want we like watching you fight.
3: Man, I'll just come back with like you know three and a half fingers or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, who are those? Those was twins? Wasn't there twins recently? Where it might have been a crocodile got one of them, and the other one jumped in and actually saved her sister from a crocodile. She got pretty fucked up, but, I mean, she, she, you know, it grabbed her in the water and dragged her under.
3: If one of my friends get grabbed by a gator, you think I'm going to just watch it? Uh Uh-uh, I'm going in for him, man.
5: If a gator got me, Jimmy would be like, ah, shit, we better get Forrest Griffin in here. I got to, I'm done. Where's Clay? Where's Clay at? We need Clay. Jimmy's (laughs) going to replace me if something happens like that. I can't see Jimmy jumping in there,
4: Matt. I would hate to, but literally, if you were being dragged under by a gator, would you feel any safer if I was helping? You wouldn't. I mean, I'm I'm not going to be much help. Stop picking at its eyes,
3: (laughs) dude. (laughs) That's what you got to do. You fish with the eyes. Yeah, right at the fucking eyes.
4: Yeah. No, you got to do the swoop, the swoop, (laughs) and the hook. Right, you got to hook the eye.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Rip it out, just like Happy Gilmore. Oh,
5: that was great. The one that got Chubbs his eye. Chubbs, <laughs> let's go. It's Chubbs. all in the hips. That's what I tell my my um, students. Um, um, <laughs> like remember Happy Gilmore. It's all in the hips. Mm, mm, any are you a movie guy? You watching anything on Netflix or anything, or you don't have any kind of television?
3: Not in the last like six months. That's fucking great. Literally since I the suspension, I was like, well, when I come back, you guys are gonna see a totally different me. So that's all I've been doing is changing. Changing for change, the better
4: changing for the better yeah now do you do you do you miss any of that stuff or or no
3: every now and then you think of it but it's like nah whatever now i go play with my kids and take fishing and stuff
4: okay doing real life stuff not being distracted with uh yeah. with screen not clouded
3: yeah. not clouded yeah that makes sense clear minded yeah
4: cuz you don't realize how much time you spend looking at a screen i mean especially in the covid we're doing all these uh, you know, fucking looking each other on Zoom. It's like every day, just staring at a screen. You're not interacting with people in real life anymore. It's you, you mm-hmm. know, you, you miss it. I miss it.
3: And when I stare at screens so long, I get headaches anyway.
4: Yeah, bad for your eyes. Right. Um, yeah, it is
3: bad for your eyes. Listen, man,
5: I can't wait to see. Everybody's looking forward to seeing you back in action. I'll tell you right now, you're part of an amazing card. You know that.
3: I know. I know. I'm excited about the card, man. I'm like, woo! We got Connor and Dustin going back at it. Who you guys think is gonna win this one? Oh. Ah. I'm curious about what you guys think.
5: Uh, you know what, man? I mean, people are gonna say I hate Connor. I, I hate when they say that because I don't hate the guy at all. I admire mm-hmm. the guy. Still fighting when he has more money than God. You know, I yeah, I, I admire the guy. Don't has to. He doesn't have to fight. So I like. No, as, he, I,
3: he, I, he he chooses to come back. Yeah,
5: chooses because that's what he is. That's what he is. But uh, having said that. Dustin fought a, a brilliant fight last time. Yes. With, and we're going in there knowing that this guy bested him last time and he could and he could very well do it again. He still pulled off that game plan, dealt with even a, t- a little bit of adversity. He got touched in that fight a little bit.
3: Oh yeah. Kept well, you know, it's a fight. Head. We're gonna get touched. Of course. Of course. It's but, how uh, you rebound after. And he yeah. rebounded perfect.
4: Yeah.
5: Perfect. I'm I'm gonna say Dustin. I, I feel Dustin's gonna come out victorious. I, think, yeah, I
4: don't I I don't really know. Uh I picked Dustin in the last fight um uh, and there hasn't been enough time for Conor like what, what is he going to do to stop those leg kicks? Like what what is he going to do to stop what Dustin did last time? Like how much can you change in 6 months? It hasn't been like uh like you know, in Ghana, the second time before at Stipe there was a long enough time yeah. to at least have gotten a lot better with takedown defense a and he did.
3: defense. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. One so, thing
5: that stands out with this is um Yes, they both have a, the ability to put each other away, especially yeah. with, Billy, with Connor. But having said that, which is the fighter in pa- in the past when you've seen fight who, who has who has faded in the later rounds? Not Dustin. I can't I can't pick one fight and wars he's been in. Whether it's Dan Hooker, Justin Gaethje,
3: yeah, he
5: He's never faded. He's always just as dangerous in that last round than the first. You yep. can't say the same for Connor. Kind of does seem to fade a little bit. So yeah. hey, listen, it's the top of the food. This is the highest level of fighting. So I'm yeah. not shooting on him. I'm just stating facts. So if it comes down to that, I just gotta you know that's what I'm saying. I think Dustin's gonna probably That's win. what
3: I was saying. I, I I choose Dustin, not only because of what you said, but also because I like the guy. I used to train with my at ATT. I always got to watch him train and watch him go. He Man. gives he gives good work, you know, he's always working. Um yes. he, he puts the time in. He puts Friday. the rounds in. He doesn't take breaks. You know, he keeps – He keeps. he's always training. So, I can see him pulling it off again, you know. As long as you don't get caught with that lucky shot, you know. But Connor has that luck. He's got that luck of the Irish, eh? You <laughs> know, he comes out there and he gets you with that clean lift.
5: Dustin's going to – he's going to train like he's broke. That's how he trains. He trains like – Oh, yeah. That's, the, you know. So, they got a game plan. Like, the way he took that – you don't think other guys looking to put down – uh, he the first takedown he went on, he got him down. I
3: mean, but the knee tap, just doop, knee yeah, tap, turned it was.
5: It was perfect. It, it, it wasn't out of desperation. It was very well timed. You know, so I'll tell you. you know, when
3: he came in with that lift. He was. He came in the range. He just dropped levels, slipped in, took took him over.
4: It's gonna be so exciting. It's gonna be. A very, it's a huge card. Yeah, and, uh, I might take Connor. By the way, I don't know. Even even in life, this is a bigger fight for Dustin in life because you know again, connor's got enough money to to just do whatever he wants for the rest of his life but in the sport i think it's a bigger fight for connor uh you know, he's, he's number he's ranked fifth he's lost three out of six fights um and i think this is a bigger fight for him than it is for dustin so i might take him for that reason um and if he because if he loses this fight he's obviously got more fights but there's not going to be a title shot anytime soon um yeah. so Super i may go, yeah, I, I may go with Connor for that uh, for that reason, because I still think he's good enough to pull off. And I don't know. I'll have to think about it.
5: Well, go we're going to be watching it together. And yeah, I'll be we watching are. it with Jimmy at his house. We're doing one of those watch parties, Nico. Nice. Yeah. We'll be cheering you on together, buddy. Yeah. You know, we're so happy. Anything else you want to plug or anything, Nico?
3: No, I'd just like to thank my, my two main sponsors for this camp was Roman Ruffin. He helped me out. He gave me the vehicle cool to, to get me to train him back and forth. And then lean box man they kept my diet on point i'm walking around bigger than ever and uh and i'm in great shape i'm light i'm like 180 right now but i like i got big muscles
5: that's <laughs> nice man you like lean box is that lean box lean box mm-hmm. lean box yeah Jimmy's addicted to stinky box it's something different all, <laughs> th- all together it's something is that the donut
3: shop i like donuts too man i can't wait to have this fight to get a donut in me <laughs> yes
5: <laughs>
3: yo
4: nico we're talking about you
3: nico price good to see you brother thank you guys
4: yeah good, good talking to you. Matt.
3: thank you so much yeah, nice. You guys, all right take care nico god bless you and your families guys thank you nico
5: Because the man, hey, that's going to be a great fight, Jimmy.
4: That's going to be a great fight. Because they're both really fun to watch. And they're both really hard to figure out.
5: Jimmy, you're hard to figure out. I know. You're easy to figure out, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Listen, so we got, oh, listen, I'm going to see you. We're going to talk again about this. We got this card on us to talk just the bullshit. But we're going to talk more about this card. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, what else we got, Jimmy? You want to plug anything, my friend?
4: No, just the same as you, Matt. Go to Cameo.com slash Jim Norton and uh, get a Cameo or Chip Chipperson. It's up to you.
5: What about the other guy?
4: Doug Bell. Um, uh, Doug Bell? Yeah, you get a Doug Bell. Sure. Doug Bell has a Cameo? The,
5: all right. Uh, I have a Cameo, too. I do those also. They're fun. Other than that, Jimmy, later on, I'm going to go teach the kids class. My kids okay. are in there. I'm going to stick around, maybe teach the adults. I like to empower people with jujitsu. It's good karma. Yeah. yeah, and it's a living. All right, Jimmy. I love you, buddy. I'll I love you, pal. To talk, talk to you, talk you in a, a couple. Hour. Yeah, we we'll talk in a couple of days. You bet. Bye, everyone.
4: Bye, guys.
0: BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic.